Ah, I lost it. It was right there. I lost it. I had that good rasp going. That drank some water and quenched my thirst. Fuck that water. Give me whiskey. Give me the rum. Give me something stronger than that. Right. Sorry. Need all this hydration. I gotta drop this character. Yeah. I haven't been able to get out of it for like three days. You just no. My kids are about to kill me. Going to McDonald's. I want a number one. Yes, sir. Filet of fish, me lady. Filet of fish, of course. When was it caught? Was it caught this morning? Is that fresh off the boat? Fresh off the line, eh? Uh, sir, yeah. this is a McDonald's. Sir, could you just pull around, please? I just imagine, yeah, Pete, uh, what was it, Steve the Pirate from Dodgeball? Just That's how he went around everyday life. Everyday life. And that's how I've become after that story. I was just walking around Steve the Pirating my, everybody else in my life. <laughs> Showing up at work. Arr! I'm not going to lie. I've went to the X in a few times myself. Yeah, it's yeah. hard to get out of. It's a fun It's a fun person to be. It is. Who wouldn't who want to be a pirate? Who doesn't want to be a pirate? It's a pirate's life for me. That's right. You guys are wondering what we're talking about. We're talking about the recent Sandu stories. Oh, give him some deets, Michael. Yeah, chapter 20, A Pirate's Life, dot, 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 for me. For you? For me? For somebody. Maybe. It's for somebody. Somebody got a, one. There was a pirate life or two uh, used up in this episode, huh? Oh, yeah. That was our, this was our uh, our biggest cast to date, I do believe. Yes, I, I'll i read the uh, the little summary of it here and give you guys a little teaser if you haven't Ooh, checked it out. Tease them, Michael. Give our Since listeners a good tease. After setting sail from the Carolina coast, the crew aboard the Queen Anne's Revenge soon begins to fear that they might not be alone at sea. Captained by Blackbeard himself, the crew must uncover the cause of a slew of mysterious deaths that seem to be picking the pirates off one by one. Joined by a young stowaway, the surviving members of Blackbeard's fearsome crew must band together if they want to set foot on dry land again. Ooh. Oh, that's enticing. I had fun. With, I'm like I said, I had fun with this. We have a slew of characters. Oh yeah, we went. We went. We got we went, uh, pulling yes. deep right now. My dad was on this one. We had to get uh, a friend of yours, Matt. Yeah, Matt got to fill in for us. I we had we're a, gonna have Matt back. He was, I, yeah, he was Matt a blast. was a fun time. Yeah, but uh, we also had Carlton who actually filled yes. in for Caesar, my like, Jamaican uncle Carlton. Exactly. Yes. We needed a Jamaicans. <laughs> we needed Blackbeard's Jamaican first mate. Nailed it. And Good also job, my dad. Carlton. My dad was Blackbeard in this one. Oh yeah, your dad was happy. So, your dad was, was so fun. happy. He's like, "Ooh, I get to be a black. I get to be Blackbeard, right? <laughs> Finally, <laughs> my calling." But we had fun with that one, guys. Definitely check that out. So that's that's where we were. That's what we've been working on this week. Yeah. Um, that's why it's free time, guys. That's right. That's why we're back again with another uh, strange shorts, mm-hmm. just like last week. We got them two free two free ones in a row. I know we're spoiling we're, them. Well. Kinda. We some people probably wanted to hear Sandu proper last week, but well, some people needed a day off. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> we won't say who. Some people needed a vacation. <laughs> but anywho, welcome to Strange Shorts '98. We're so close to a hundred. So close. We, we gotta have Lauren on for a hundred. Oh yeah, we gotta do something special for a hundred. Yeah. Have Lauren on. We'll just zoom have him in. Yeah, make him just sit there and just be our. Be he'll be our our. Uh, what's the uh, the straight person? He'll be the guy who's oh, just like sitting there, like he doesn't this know is the what story you guys at all. do. This is what you guys do. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you guys do on the weekends. Yeah, this is all. This is all the story is. Wow. All this... <laughs> you guys told me you were working, right? <laughs> Seriously, we're just shooting the shit. Yeah, Lawrence, we pissed off. You guys thought you, you told me we were working yeah, the whole time. I didn't learn anything on the show. <laughs> but we hope that our our good fans this time can learn something. And uh-huh. speaking of Lauren out there in Las Vegas, yes. our West Coast studio, we got a Las Vegas story to start with, Michael. Hell yes, back in your old stomping grounds. What's but it a, about, man? A Las Vegas uh, woman tells officers that she was under arrest because she just looked too damn good. Oh, I can see that happening. Oh, yeah, because the police in Vegas have never seen somebody who looks remotely no. attractive. No attractive people out no there. No attractive Crazy. people in it's Vegas. Weird. So many people, none of them attractive. Uh, but let me get. Let me go ahead and spoil something for you. 
that's not why she was arrested. No, I didn't But think uh, so. the Las Vegas Metro Police said they have arrested a young woman for reportedly skipping out on a restaurant tab and violating airport rules, uh, who told officers she was under arrest because she was so good looking. Yep. Yeah, no, man, because you stole from a Chili's. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're going to go ahead and take you too back. too good looking to pay. Yeah. Uh, this is, uh, don't you know who I am? I am Heidi uh, Bustami. I oh, think is it's that Heidi? Her name, really? No, Hind. Hind Bustami. Sorry. Hind okay. Bustami. Okay. No, I don't pay at Chili's, okay? I, I am have like 27,000 Twitter followers. Do you even know who I am? I mean, get you, away. You just want me because of my body. I That's am it. so... Pretty, you you're, just want me. You're canceled. <laughs> Man, you you had four margaritas and a <laughs> bottomless thing of chips. <laughs> right. But yeah, soon after, officers working the D-Gates were notified by the TSA that a female matching the description uh, of the woman was over, over observed sleeping near the security checkpoint, hindering their operations. Officer later found Bust, uh, Bustami in the baggage claim area where she was belligerent with the officers, she was saying she was being harassed because cops had never seen anyone as pretty as her. Aww. That just sounds like a drunk confession, doesn't Definitely it? Definitely not in Vegas. You just because I'm beautiful. You just, you just want this. You just can't have it, and you want it. You just want me. You just want me and free my body. Breathing fucking stank breath all over. Ma'am, you're talking to the ticket agent right now. That's not even the officer anymore. But yes. So she didn't leave. She was just hanging out in the lobby. She was in the baggage claim area. I guess. I, I guess oh. she tro- maybe got off a plane and went to the Chili's immediately. She was hum- probably hungry, probably still hungover oh, okay. from her flight. Okay. But uh, yeah, while officers were arresting her, she said that she was going to spit on them, and the officers were perverts and were trying to rape her because they had never seen anyone this good looking. Wow. The audacity. The audacity. But uh, yeah, Bustami was booked into the uh, Clark County Detention Center. A booking photo was unavailable at the time of the initial report, but we do have one in the in the oh, article now. Uh, it's it's only there's not a photo, but there is a video clip in the article that shows the photo on the news now. Okay, so they do have a photo of of, of Hind Bustami. Okay, we must see this. Woman she is so freaking beautiful. So beautiful. She is so beautiful. But yeah, she's uh, she's fine. I mean, she's fine. Yeah, she's a Vegas. Seven. <laughs> okay. Maybe. Maybe a Vegas seven. Okay. But yeah. But shares in Vegas. Come on. You got pretty Spears <laughs> in Vegas. What are you? What are you? What are you gonna Pistami? do? What are you gonna do? But yeah. Oh, yeah, guys. Uh, don't don't steal from Chili's. Chili's will track you down, man. Chili's is gonna get that money. Yeah. Yeah. As they should. Chili's gonna get that money, guys. Don't get those bottomless nachos or whatever the hell they serve over yeah. there. Yeah. Two for twenty. Is it two for twenty? Yeah. They still got the two for twenty. I hope yeah, so. Right. It's more let's like go. a two for fifty now, and people are excited about it. Well, let's go. Either way, <laughs> two for twenty. But uh, we're gonna talk about our next story this time, Michael, because uh, we we always played sports as growing up. We were always yeah, yeah, uh, we were involved yeah. in things, and uh, everybody knows that cheating is never okay. Cheating was never a way to get uh, by. No. Competitive anything. If you're a competitive sport player, a competitive writer, a competitive right. game player, cheating is not all right. Unless you're all about winning. Well, you know, I'm a Raiders fan, so if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. That's right. But uh, <laughs> don't get me started. No, but, uh, but yeah, uh, there's been a bit of a uh, a scandal going on in the competitive chess world as of recently, Uh-oh. where a man uh, Hans Niemann has been accused of being have been accused of cheating in the World Chess Tournament. But uh, and an how interesting, do you cheat at chess? I'm not exactly sure how you do cheat at chess because it's not exactly like a. It's not like poker. Right. You can't look at the person's hand. You can't. Like you, unless you can read the their right thoughts. Out in front. Yeah, how are you going to cheat? Also, in a tournament, I'd imagine there's a third party sitting and kind of. Oh yeah, we all, yeah, we've sure. all seen that drunk history episode with Bobby Fischer or whatever. There's like, there's yeah. always people watching. They have to make sure that's like it's a chess game. It's like the yeah. world chess match or whatever. There's a lot of people fucking watching. 
But uh, the, one of the interesting theories about how Hans Niemann has been accused of cheating uh-huh. is by using vibrating anal beads to stimulate himself in the competition. Okay. Uh, yep. How is that cheating? I'm not so sure if it's cheating. Maybe performance enhancing, maybe distracting. I maybe don't know. Maybe it increases know. blood flow to it increases the whole something. body. It definitely makes maybe a, your brain as well, but I feel like that would be very distracting. It gives you definitely a different aura at the yeah. table. But a uh, controversy has erupted this week in the chess world when Magnus Carlsen and Hikaru Nakamura suggested that Hans Niemann was cheating at the Singfield Cup. Carlsen notably dropped out of the tournament following a loss to Neiman, the accused cheater, who was using the black pieces, which apparently is a big disadvantage in chess. I didn't know that, I guess, because white gets the first move, I guess. Okay. But um, Newman denied rumors of cheating, but that didn't stop people from coming up with wild theories about how he may have uh, pulled off this cheating move. Yeah, I would love to hear some. Suggesting that anal beads were somehow involved. Definitely. This, ser- this theory was soon go- uh, went viral, resulting in the likes of Elon Musk even re- uh, reacting to this. Oh, he However, the French-Canadian wasn't exactly too keen on the idea of explain explained why an adult toy was probably being used. Um how you think he how you think he's using vibrate or you think he's vibrating his moves by contracting his sphincter up and down to communicate what moves he's doing and receiving uh this was the theory put forth by the tw- uh, by a twitch star that's not even an advantage yeah xqc the twitch this was the theory put forth uh, by the uh, the twitch star Q- xqc okay uh there was no way he was cheating because of how painful it would be for someone to be buzzing so much for over a thousand games this guy's asshole would be so fucking wide open man <laughs> This dude would be so loosened up. There's no way okay. this is an actual possibility. And that being said, like even the uh, the guy being accused of cheating said, "Do you want me to do this next game naked? Like, do you want right. me just to strip like, down naked? And you want to How see my know? asshole? How did they know? They don't know. They just did they, they think like hear he a was... vibrating sound and they were like, you got your phone on you? You're not allowed to have your phone on you.' And he was like, "No, I don't. I don't. I don't have my phone. No, I don't. It's not my phone." Um, well, we can still hear it, so... It's, it's on my phone! Could you, could you, get, could you get up, please? <laughs> no. I think you're I sitting fi- on I your physically phone. can't get I, up I, right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's my phone! <laughs> but yeah, it's like, he was like, do you want me to do this next game naked? How do you think I'm using anal beads to cheat yeah, in dude. chess? It doesn't make any sense. This is, this is just one of the wildest theories to get thrown out. Like, if you're going to accuse me of cheating in chess, like, you, there's got to be some, like, evidence. Yeah. There's got to be some sort of, like, communication or mm-hmm. some sort of, like, way you're making the pieces not move. It's, it's chess. Right. It's not a move that you can predict what the other person's going to do. Yeah. It's all in your mind, basically. I've always thought it would be cool if, like, if you're really good at sleight of hand, maybe you could grab one piece with two fingers and then maybe your thumb and your pinky with a piece behind it and move two pieces at a time. Probably, yes. If you're uh, in, like, a little park area. Yeah, but I think probably- I'm that next time I play my son. That's a yeah yeah fuck yeah. Them, fuck them kids they don't yeah. know shit. He beat but me yeah. last time so fuck him. Everything's off the table now. Yeah fuck him now. Yeah but yeah I'm sure in the world world chess cups they're not they're gonna make sure that these things are 100 percent you know two fingers down two. pick the thing yeah. move. But I think these guys were actually playing digitally in some cases too where they actually have a oh. digital board and they're able to like oh that's even safer right? point yeah like this piece here yeah. so there's no chance of it falling over or anything like that. Because that was always a rule, too. It's like, if you actually knocked your king over, you lose or whatever. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. It's like, if he were cheating, though, and I'm just saying, I feel like cheating in chess would be the easier of all games to cheat in. If you're dedicated enough, even with not that much knowledge, you can still find a way to cheat and not get detected. Again, I guess the only, like, that's the only way I could think of is the theory you put forth. Is like, yeah. you have a really good sleight of hand, or your and opponent, you're really distracting. With I was the other, about to like, say, your opponent's not paying attention the entire time. But in a championship, that's not the case. I... 
If I'm in a chess championship, shit, if I'm in a chess game period, I'm staring at that chess board. Oh, yeah. What else are you going to be looking at? Yeah, I'm playing chess. Let's play chess. Yeah, and the, so that's exactly. This guy's been accused of doing this as a way of cheating, but like they are actually looking into these cheating rumors. They're looking into mm. these accusations to see if there is any way that he's cheating. And they have videos of like, when they walk in, they have to be like searched, just like it's a fucking air, like a TSA thing. They're gonna search these guys down for like a listening device or a cell phone. Like, yeah, they I could do see this. that. And you see videos of him walking in, extending his arms, and people patting him down and searching before he sits down to do the chess thing. Right. So he's like, "Yeah, you want to search somewhere else? I guess you yeah. want me to. You want right? to take this out back? Taking my one pleasure in life. What? <laughs> you gonna take this from me? You're not taking this from me." <laughs> Oh, yeah, shit. but like I said, guys, if you're going to accuse somebody of cheating, you better come with some facts. Not just like, this guy's vibrating weird. I think he's using a sex toy to cheat in chess. Yeah. Okay. Let's, okay. Can you, let's put A to B here. Yeah. Let's see how you got there. <laughs> yeah, really. Let's, can you show your work? <laughs> like I said, it's crazy that this guy's beating people with this type of distraction if he is using them. If he is using it, if anything, good on you. disadvantage. That's what, that's what the other guy was like. If the, if, if, if he was using this, yeah. that would be such a disadvantage to be vibrating for a thousand games of chess. Right. Yeah. Good God. That's not yeah. an advantage in it at all. Yeah. Either way, this man's a pro. He's a pro at something. <laughs> we'll figure He's out what pro. soon. <laughs> but uh, we're going to talk about our next story, Michael. And this mm-hmm. is just a, this is just a, just a wonderful, happy little accident, but probably a pretty scary one if you're the guy involved. Okay. But uh, I can see this. To, this could be one of those things that just happens to two friends who are out like me and you just having a good day out apple right? picking or something. Yeah. But like uh, we always do. Like we always do. True crime guys, <laughs> apple picking. That's right. But a uh, man has been rescued two days after floating 320 kilometers away in a hydrogen balloon because the man was out with a friend picking pine nuts in China. Apparently this is a pretty common practice to use balloons to go up to the top of trees and like these higher up trees and stuff i guess but a man in china has been rescued after floating 320 miles away after losing control of a hydrogen balloon he was uh riding with a friend while harvesting pine nuts the incident worst kind of nuts right it's pine nuts but the incident occurred last sunday when the man who has since been identified as uh huge uh young was picking pine cones in the northeast of uh hilijong in china uh, Healy Jiangjiang. Yeah, sorry, I'm gonna butcher that. I can't speak Chinese. That's okay. But uh, apparently, the balloon suddenly rose uncontrollably, and his colleague jumped from the basket, leaving Hugh stuck in the air as it continued to float towards the sky. Damn it! Just so his friend just was like, "We gotta jump." It's like, why didn't you jump? <laughs> we calculated for both of our weights, so we could have just stayed at this height for a minute. <laughs> You just bailed. Now I'm going to go to the moon. Now? Yeah. (laughs) So son of a bitch. Just floating away. It's like, oh, I appreciate you coming up with me today, but uh, why are you wearing that parachute? See you later, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I know you cheated in chess. (laughs) I know you cheated in that game of chess. Jumps out the balloon. (laughs) Right. But uh, apparently, yeah, his phone was still working, so he called his brother-in-law exclaiming how he was terrified of heights and everything looked like ants down below. But he continued to float along in the balloon for another day and eventually landed uh, northeast of Fangjian region, close to the border with Russia. So Uh-oh. somebody just landed there like, woo, close you came one. down just in time. <laughs> wow. Lucky you. Yeah. Yeah, lucky. <laughs> right. I've been shitting in this box for two days. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
But uh, the police eventually finally were able to make contact with him and they were able to actually teach him how to like safely deflate the balloon and yeah. bring it back to the ground. Because I'm guessing it's just like a hot air balloon. Like if he didn't know how to pilot it, he's probably just lost. Maybe the other guy knew how to pilot it. <laughs> yeah, the pilot jumped out. Like that other story, there was a guy recently jumped out of a plane like the pilot just bailed out. Oh, yeah. But uh, this guy, yeah, I guess the pilot just bailed out. But you, you can see the picture in the article of what this hydrogen balloon seems to look like. But it seems to be like an actual just big balloon not so much like a hot air balloon that has like the big fire and contraptions that are powering it this it just seems appear like it, to be open on the bottom no this seems like a just a big balloon that's tied yeah. off at the bottom and let go like a, just some kid let it go yeah but uh the guy says i almost gave up thanks to the rescuers though i wouldn't be alive i think you probably would have come down eventually but it's a balloon I mean, yeah. you probably got shot down over Russia, but still, I mean, you would have come, uh, come down. You would have come down. You would have come down. But um, yeah, he was like, oh, I wasn't worried about starving to death. I was just worried about hitting that border. Right. <laughs> yeah, really. I can see the SAM missiles already. <laughs> but uh, apparently it's a common practice for Chinese farmers to use hydrogen or helium balloons when harvesting nuts from the tops of trees. Uh, apparently it's a popular ingredient in this northeast area of the country. So uh, there's been other reports of incidents such as like this occurring, but I guess just not this far away for like 320 miles over two days. Yeah. Just I feel floating. like, why wouldn't you, I feel like I would tie it off, you know? Yeah. You would think it should be Kinda tied like off, but that may be why it it was like, it should have been going away. And the guy was like, it shouldn't be going up. We got a bail. Yeah. And the other guy was like, what do you mean we got a bail? Did you tie off the thing? <laughs> I thought you didn't. <gasps> why did he jump? <laughs> oh, like, I just, like I had his phone, I had his headphones in, just chilling, just banging out and just like looked right. over. He's like, Hey, where'd he go? Right. Where's the tree? <laughs> Where them trees go? <laughs> so oh, foggy out here. man. Oh, shit. <laughs> but yeah, he was finally, did, he did finally get rescued, though. It took over a, a team of 500 firefighters, police, and profes- professional rescuers to actually carry out the mission because apparently he did land just like out in the trees in the wilderness. So they're wow. like, well, we're going to get you down, but hang tight. Yeah. <laughs> like, we'll get you down wherever this thing lands. Damn. But yeah, guys, I've always, I've always wanted to go up in a hot air balloon. I think it'd be kind of fun. Really? But not too high. I've seen those like hot air balloon festivals. I think it'd be kind of fun to go up, you know, kind of high, but not like travel in one. Right, right. But, I used uh, to see them all the time when I lived in Vegas. That's mm. a really popular thing out there. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. That's a great place to do it. No trees. Yeah. yeah. What are you going to run yeah. into? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can see them for miles, too. How far Split away is that? No telling. No telling. <laughs> Start walking and see. We'll figure this out. But uh, Michael, for our next story, but this is actually a this is actually a kind of a bigger topic that I was not aware of over the fo- over previous years. Okay. But uh, Vice has kind of been breaking this story recently, where a man behind the U.S. Navy's largest corruption case hired a U-Haul, cuts his ankle monitor, and disappears. Oh so, my! Yeah, this guy had apparently been uh, stealing or like basically uh, conning basically the the Navy out of millions of dollars. And now is gone like the wind. Oh, man, I bet. But good old Fat Leonard bribed officers with sex parties, fancy feasts in exchange for classified information and defense contracts. What, is that a nickname? Yeah, his nickname's Fat Leonard. We'll get to oh. the real guy. But Fat Leonard just sounds better. It does. But now weeks weeks away from his sentencing, he has vanished. But yeah, uh-huh. I had never heard about this, but apparently it started taking place around 2013 when these uh, accusations started coming around. The... uh. But yes, I'm trying to figure out his full name. Why then is Fat Leonard Francis? Yes, Leonard Glenn Francis. Why then is Fat Leonard for his 350 pounds, six foot three stature? Malaysian businessman Francis, uh, yeah, Francis Glenn, or what was it? Lennon? 
Oh, hold on, let me find it. Leonard Glenn it. Francis. Yes, yes, Leonard Glenn Francis. So Francis is the last name. I Leonard just kept Glenn. calling him Francis. Francis uh, cut his GPS monitor uh, off on Sunday morning and fled his San Diego home where he's been under house arrest since 2018. So, yeah, as of now, multiple leads are being investigated, adding that neighbors saw him uh, loading a U-Haul truck at his house in the days before his escape. None notified police, however, of his brazen and slow-paced escape attempt. It is not not clear whether they knew uh, who had resided in this property. They ain't trying to upset Fat Leonard. (laughs) Man, that's Fat Leonard, man. He's a big man. (laughs) That's a big boy. Military trained for his whole life. Got a lot of friends in the military. Probably got a lot of firearms. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, security at Francis's house was apparently lax. Uh, Tom Wright, the co-founder of journalism studio Project Brazen, said who interviewed Frank's Francis at length last year for a podcast, which apparently there's a whole podcast series called Fat oh. Leonard about this entire case. Interesting. So you have to check that out. Okay. But um, the fact that they were able to smuggle a microphone into him last year for our podcast and the fact, and right after that security on his house remained weak is very strange. So apparently they were able to even like smuggle stuff in for him to do this. Um, but mm. no one was guarding his house for three hours uh, in 2020. While he was out at lunch at one point. So yeah, he's been left alone and kind of just started noticing. He's like, I guess nobody's really watching me that closely. Right. I'm going to go. Yeah. Like if you go guys are just going to keep taking out. these long ass breaks. Yeah. Bye. But uh, yeah. So the owner of Glenn Defenses, uh, a Singapore-based maritime ship servicing company with ports across the Asian Pacific. Francis bribed his way into lucrative contracts with the U.S. Navy in the 2000s. At the heart of this sprawling corruption network was the USS Blue Ridge, a command ship that sails around Asia and serves as a floating headquarters for the U.S. Navy's 7th Fleet. So this guy would shower officers from the Blue Ridge with gifts, office often involving luxury hotels, cocktail parties, Michelin star dining experiences, sex workers, $1,000 bottles of booze, cigars, all in exchange for classified ship schedules and other information and defense contracts. So, yeah, at one party in 2008 held at the Mandarin Oriental, uh, the Philippines, prosecutors say Navy officers drank an entire inventory of Don Perignon uh, champagne and were entertained by a rotating carousel of prostitutes. What a phrase. A rotating Dude. carousel of prostitutes. Right. I want to put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Come to our studio. We have a rotating Dude, carousel no, of prostitutes. <laughs> It's just every rock star's dream. Right, apparently. But uh, officers also redirected military vessels to Francis's port so that they could be serviced by his company where he over he would overcharge the Navy for fuel and other services. Prosecutors say over the years, he defrauded the U.S. military over over $35 million, Also, but some, although some believe that figure is much higher. Wow. So, yeah, this guy's been conning the military and bribing all these Navy officers with a lot of sketchy work to make sure he was the one who got to fuel all the Navy ships and do all the repairs on them and then overcharge the U.S. government millions. Right. But um, as of right now, Big Le- or, uh, Fat Leonard has recently been diagnosed with cancer. So now we are dealing with a man who is about to be sentenced for this multi-million dollar bribery scheme involving the U.S. military and the U.S. government. He's about to be sent to federal prison. Now he's diagnosed with cancer. He has nothing to lose. And apparently no one was watching him. Right. So what do you think he was going to do? He's gone. Like, how did you guys not expect this? You guys knew his sentencing was coming up soon. You knew he was diagnosed with cancer. You knew that this man has now nothing left to lose 
And you you think he's just going to go willingly into the federal penitentiary to the government where he defrauded? Yeah, I don't think he's willingly going anywhere, guys. No, no. But uh, yeah, in 2013, Francis was arrested, allegedly pleading guilty to two, or allegedly pleading guilty two years later to offering five hundred thousand dollars in bribes to Navy officials, though he was never sentenced. So in 2018, the court allowed him to live under house arrest due to health issues, which was kidney cancer. From then, he stayed in a multi-million dollar home nestled in a gated community in San Diego with three children. So yeah, he was just kind of allowed to just live the lavish lifestyle. But he was on house arrest. Under house arrest, but the lax, most lax house arrest you've ever seen. Yeah. Like nobody even was watching. They would just leave him for days. Like that guy's like, like there was apparently security who was supposed to be there too. Right. Who didn't even watch him. So uh, in his scandal, he has implicated over 200 Navy officers with dozens charged and four most recently convicted of conspiracy, bribery, and fraud in oh, June. Oh, shit. So Francis's own sentencing was put off after he agreed to be a prosecution witness in recent trials. Though for reasons that aren't clear, he was never called to testify. With the trials coming to a close, Francis was sentencing was for September 22nd, where he faces up to 25 years in prison. Yeah, but now he's in his late 50s. He's battling cancer. This guy's already made millions yeah. in offshore money and hidden money. You just watched yeah, Walter he's... White just disappear. Like, yeah, he's gone. Like, I I, I want to follow this story and, and see if they do actually are able to track him and see what goes or if they're able to locate this guy. But I think this guy's got enough connections around the world at I this point. So I think too. he's gone. He's got a lot of friends out there. This he's guy got a lot yeah. of other people rich. You this don't was get a multi-million rich. dollar yeah. Malaysian businessman who was having that many contracts about the U.S. government and probably other governments as well. Yeah. I, I'm I'm sorry to say, guys, I think he's gone. He disappeared. He's got a whole new identity somewhere in some third oh, world yeah. country living in some paradise that no one knows about. Yeah, he said uh, he was probably he's probably sick and wants to see his family. He knows he's got nothing else to lose. Said Wright, who interviewed Francis for his podcast, said he didn't want to risk even uh, given being even any more jail time than his sentencing. He's also the kind of person, as far as I know, that takes bold decisions without thinking. So, yeah, yeah he's gone. He's compulsive. So this was a yeah. massive scandal over over the course of several years when he was finally arrested in 2013. Yeah, this guy's actually bringing down high-ranking Navy officers. He's bringing down multiple people. They're all be- there's four that have already been convicted. How did it come? Un- how did it become uncovered? I'm not exactly sure how the entirety of the case became uncovered, but um, it was it was finally apparently they were investigating this during the 2000s, and okay. then finally I guess they got enough evidence behind him oh, in 2013 okay. to finally him charge time. him. They were just waiting for it, for it to hit that dollar amount for sure. Oh, yeah. Well, they were like, finally had just a strong enough paper trail yep. to tie him back. He's like, oh, yep, we got you for this much now. You're done. Yep. So, yeah, there's a, an, an, in the link we have below, this is a Vice article. They have a they have the uh, the documentary that Vice has kind of put out. It's a pretty good video. So, you guys can click that link below in the in the video description. But, uh, yeah, guys, check that out. It's a pretty invest or a pretty interesting story about how the Navy was conned and, or, you know, Lost out on $35 million or maybe much more. So I'm guessing it's yeah, probably much more. It's much more. It's much more. But, uh, Michael, we're going to talk about one of the most... We have two Texas stories to kind of close out our, our okay. episode. Okay, we're going to Texas. We're going to Texas. Carry me back to Texas. And right here, this is probably the most Texas medical procedure that's ever been done. Okay. Because, Michael, a Texas doctor used his pickup truck to power a vasectomy procedure. Well, hot damn, And boy. God be blessed, it was done on time. I'm guessing... <laughs> I'm guessing it's an electric truck. It happens to be an electric truck, but still, it's mm. a pickup truck in Texas. But a Texas doctor uses his Rivian truck to power a vasectomy uh, procedure 
going off without a hitch. Those trucks are badass. I've never seen one before. I was this like, is actually the first I'm time I've ever seen uh, one. Oh, okay. So uh, I'd never, ac- yeah, I'd never actually seen a Rivian truck before. So they do. They actually look pretty badass. Yeah. But uh, the young electric automaker Rivian has had a lot of firsts. The first truck to drive off an assembly line, the first accident out on the road, and now the first vasectomy powered by Rivian. Look at him go. Guys, breaking boundaries. Just breaking records all over the place. Mm-hmm. But it happened in th- uh, Texas on Thursday when a power outage hit Dr. Christopher Yang's clinic. The Austin urologist had to cancel and reschedule several planned procedures. Uh, the vasectomy would have to have been one of them until one of the staffers jokingly suggested doing the procedure using his four-month-old Rivian R1T pickup, uh, pickup truck as a power source. After all, vasectomies don't require a lot of power, just enough to, for an electro uh, device. And Yang happened to have an extension cord that was long enough to run from the parking spot to the patient's room. Well, there you go. Well, hot damn. There's a wheel, there's a way. There. Hot damn. Is that a GMC out there? Uh, yes, it's a GMC. I'm going to go ahead and say it's a GMC. <laughs> you want to lose them nuts or not? <laughs> but when talking to the patient, he mentioned that we could just reschedule the procedure if, if needed. But apparently this guy was like, hell no, man. I'm ready. I ain't right. having no more kids. I'm ready to get laid tonight. No condoms, my friend. Well, that's probably not going to happen. <laughs> oh, it's happening. It is happening. I already got I already got the pills from the other doctor. Now you get this thing taken care of. <laughs> I got the pills and I got the Yeti full ice. Let's get this shit done. Listen, I got a date tonight. It's the anniversary, all right? <laughs> but uh, yeah, Arivians includes multiple uh, 110 uh, V and 12 volt outlets. So Yang said he was a little bit concerned it wasn't going to be enough power or it might get interrupted. Mm-hmm. But uh, apparently it just cranked on held the power fine during the 15 to 20 minute procedure yeah the truck also powered a small fan in the room as well since the ac was out i mean he wasn't able to drive home but you know (laughs) the cost of business (laughs) all right you have a good day now sir Uh, oh son son of a a bitch i like how you had had to turn over even though it's a freaking i don't know what they sound like i don't don't know cars i'm guessing electric cars like that's After it. we were done, I told his family. We all had a good laugh together, too. He brought Wait, you brought your whole family for this vasectomy? Yeah, what are you doing? What the? I hope it was just a one family person. Right. I hope this wasn't a family outing, like, Seriously. in the middle of the day. Like, all right, we got church on. We got church at right. 11. <laughs> dinner or lunch is at 1230. It's like Sunday one. dinner or something. <laughs> like, we got to be back in time for the Broncos Change game. Change your plans. We're eating at the office today, y'all. <laughs> Listen, Texans play, at, Texans play at 8 tonight. I, I want to get this done, okay? That's right. But uh, I if there's any Texas Texans fans in Texas. They're all Dallas fans. You know that. Oh, I don't Come know on, this. Come on, it's America's team. That's America's team, right? right? I'm a Raiders fan, Michael. <laughs> we are nobody's team. <laughs> nobody's team. We bow to no man yet. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Back of the character. Yeah. Whew, right, break right. it, break it. All right, well, we got one more Texas story to close things out for this free time platform, Michael. Rightfully so. But a... Uh, a I Texas go... man. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh... How do you how do you tell somebody you're a pedophile without telling them you're a pedophile? I I know honestly Andy, I've never thought about it. Yeah, exactly. I've never really had to tell anyone I'm a pedophile before. <laughs> Yet. You right. never had to tell anybody. Um <laughs> right. I never had to tell anybody. So where where to fr- refer to that, Michael? Where way to phrase that? You know what I mean. <laughs> I never had to tell you about it before. But a, a Texas teacher has been put on administrative leave after telling students to call pedophiles minors, minor attracted persons. Nope. At a at like a nope. school gathering. The El Paso Independent School District was made aware of the incident last week and launched an investigation, leading the board to vote to terminate the teacher immediately on Tuesday. But a teacher in El Paso is now on administrative leave facing termination. 
after she told students at a rally to call pedophiles minor attracted persons in an incident that was captured on video and shared on social media. Wow. Yeah. In an 18-second clip, the Franklin High School teacher can be heard telling students, stop calling them that. You're not allowed to label people like that. We're not going to call them that. We're going to call them MAPs, minor attracted persons. So don't judge people just because they want to have sex with a five-year-old, okay? She said that exact thing, that last sentence you just said? Yes, that is a direct quote from the video. Oh, my God. The teacher was identified uh, by the El Paso Teachers Association as Amber Parker, who teaches English at Franklin High School. NBC News reached out to Parker, who said she's not legally allowed to comment at this time. Yeah, she needs to just keep her mouth shut at this point. Yeah, that, uh, (laughs) ma'am... Like I said, admitted to more than you think. We have way more questions than you wanted to answer now. <laughs> like I said, I bet so many hands just slowly yeah. went up after that clip. Like a lot of parents yeah. just reached around and just kind of you know, <laughs> pulled it back. Right. But God, apparently, oh, this was a classroom discussion. Apparently, this yeah. was a, this was just a teacher just going off on yeah, students. Yeah, one of the kids recorded. That's oh yeah, I somebody just pulled this phone out. And was yep. like, oh, this is gonna be great. Yep. Oh, yeah, gold. You just outed yourself as not only a pedophile, but uh, I don't know what else, but maybe just a pedophile. A pedophile sympathizer? Yeah. Not only as a sympathizer, but as a pedophile, most likely. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, of all the people to defend in the classroom, Michael, of all the people, we know there's lots of people who are persecuted in this country. Absolutely. There are lots of people you should not call names. There's lots of people who you should not talk down to. Yeah, most. There's a lot, but there are a few... Who? You, yeah, I'm not gonna say you. You can. You can talk down to some, uh, <laughs> and it might be the person who wants to have sex with the five year old. Yeah, it's definitely that. person. It's probably that person. That might be the person we want to judge. Just, I mean, I know you don't want to judge a book by its cover, but that's more than the cover. That's the that's yeah. the whole contents. That's the t- that's the appendices. That's everything. That's that's kind of the tagline of this best book. Best case scenario, and we've talked about this a lot on True Crime guys. They need to be separated. Yeah, some, they, like, yeah, this some person wires immediately there. Your attraction is to too young of people. Yeah, and somebody you, somebody needed to just shepherd's crook that lady right out of the classroom yep, right just, then. Just where let's go ahead yep. and substitute slides Ex- in. Stage right. <laughs> and this is your new teacher, right? Mister Loves Adult. <laughs> <laughs> like South Park, Miss Miss Chokes on Dick or something. <laughs> this is Mister Loves Adults. <laughs> Loves adults and adults only. This is Mister Only Fucks Adults, right? That you will refer to him as Mister Adult. <laughs> no other relationship except the fucking adults, right? And teaching. Did we mention that he has an adult wife? <laughs> he has an adult, 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 adult legal partner. adult partner. Yes, adult, fully grown. Yes, consenting. Want to extend this fully to the parents? Fully grown. <laughs> Not right. like our last teacher. You know what? Now I feel like this guy's trying too hard the other way. Now I'm all, let's get him out of here as well. Yeah, this get him pro- out. Let's get, can we talk to you too? Get him, just, get him just, out. Just Chris, just Chris Hansen <laughs> in the school board meeting. Just why don't you have a seat now? Why don't you? Why don't you have a seat? And why don't you have a seat have as a well, Mister well. Only Loves Adults? <laughs> <laughs> Is that your real name? Right. <laughs> Is that your real name? Is your ID? Wait a minute. Take that trench coat Take off. This. Your partner is not an adult. That's two te- That's two <laughs> children in a trench coat. <laughs> You swore they were an adult. Oh, shit. This is a bottomless pit of pedophiles in this school. Damn, that mustache was convincing. <laughs> Damn it. I told you to be more. you got to do your vetting processes better. Oh, shit. But yeah, Michael. How do you tell, how do you tell people you're a pedophile without 
telling people you're a pedophile. I think you nailed it. I think you nailed it. Yeah. I think you finally found the way to just answer that question for us. Perfect. How do you tell somebody you're a pedophile without actually saying it? Yeah. You defend the pedophiles and say that you don't judge the pedophiles for being pedophiles. And there you go. That'll All right, guys. It. That'll do it. I hope I gave you everything you wanted. You did, and more. Some, and some more. Some great one-liners in this episode, <laughs> I must say. I still want that uh, rotating carousel of prostitutes. Right. That's among the, some of the top ones. That's obviously. a that's a patch that's we need. Pretty cool. I want to I want a patch. <laughs> yeah, you a patch of the month of a of a, <laughs> ca- a constantly patch. rotating ca- carousel of prostitutes. It's a very niche patch. But yeah. I'm gonna get it. <laughs> It's going to be a bunch of blurred out skin colored dots. <laughs> on a what carousel. are they riding on? Don't look into it. Don't look. Into <laughs> Don't take a magnifying glass to this. <laughs> All right, guys. These crazy shenanigans. I'm glad this was on the free platform. I hope so. I hope, yeah. I hope everybody gets to listen. Share. Yeah. Yeah. That's right, guys. Share it with your freeloading friends. That's right. And, guys, if you're all caught up here on the free platform, don't forget to check out Patreon. Patreon.com slash Two Crime Guys, where you can watch that new Sandu Stories that we were talking about earlier, as well as the 19 other episodes of Sandu Stories we've 19 there as well. all in the back. And all the strange shorts. There's a lot of those, too. There's a lot of those. We're so close to 100. I know. Got to be a big day. Have fireworks in here. What the? <laughs> be fireworks it's a small in the studio. studio. It's gonna. Yeah, we'll, we'll make yeah. it work. It'll be smokier than usual. <laughs> Just poppers. But um. All right, guys. We'll see you next week for a new round of uh, strange cases. All right, I'll all be right. back, locked and loaded. I hope so. All right, guys. Until then, be strange. Just don't be strangers. Bye. From the minds of true crime guys, come. TCG Weekly. If you've enjoyed this episode, please feel free to check out all the other programs on the TCG Network. Every Wednesday, a new episode of True Crime Guys proper, Strange and Unexplained on Mondays, and Full House Fantasy Football on Fridays to start your weekend. If those aren't enough, head on over to our Patreon account, where you can have access to hundreds of hours of content, including older episodes and other Patreon exclusives like Strange Shorts, Sandu Stories, Higher Thoughts, and the 5-Minute Murder Show. But until next time, guys, keep creeping. How do you, how do you shut this thing off? Over? Get my show out, boy.